Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. Alive, but not in my life like you should be. Or maybe it is how it should be. It could be just me caught up on how it could be. Maybe it's just me speaking from the heart and part of me. Heart torn, split 50-50. Cause see, with you, it was always 50-50. Moments in my life, you would show up, yeah, you existed. But then the other 50, see, I'm still caught up on how you even missed it. How did we get to this? Daughters not speaking to their mothers. So many absent fathers. Sisters not dealing with their brothers. Where was the love? relationships turn to hate and shit people asking me about you now i gotta explain that shit wanting me to escape and fade the black and shit overcompensating in relationships because childhood relationships lack and shit i know this ain't tv but damn can we reenact that shit but family ain't even the same as you see on tv as we can see huxtables so everything is questionable got me questioning more than why did christmas miss us your presence would have been a present, but we presently in the present and nothing has changed. It's all the same, including my number. So why haven't you used it? In fact, with my expectations for you, you could lose it. I don't need the love. And RIP to who I thought you was. Bars, guys. Bars. What's up, guys? I am your host, Jay Nicole. We are back with another episode of the Grief Fully Podcast. It is Monday, December the 9th. We are episode 17, rocking and rolling. We're going to just get into it. So that was the intro to this week's episode. We are going to just talk about it. I'm not even going to recap last week. If you need to know about it, just go ahead, push rewind, download that, John, and see how it is. But listen, if you are wondering, what was that about? The theme and topic for today is grieving the living. That sounds like some kind of TV show, but we are talking about grieving the living because there is a thing such as that. The question was presented to me very recently. I believe it was last week, actually. One of our Griefully Tribe folks reached out to me and thought it would be a good topic to talk about. About how you grieve the loss of somebody that actually is alive. And I told her we had already previously talked about this in the past but we didn't go into it in too much detail with some of our other guests. And also, this wasn't the first time that someone reached out to me about this topic. So I'm like, you know what? Let's get into it. And then shout out to my guy, ADHD John John on Instagram. He tagged me in something as well, talking more specifically about black men and the things that they are actually currently grieving. So I'm like, listen, we, n- we should just get into this series. We're going to talk about it the different things that we can actually grieve. This week, we're going to just start off with relationships. Some of you might be like, wait, wait a minute. You can grieve somebody that's alive. I thought that was about the loss of a loved one and somebody that actually died. But yes, you can, because grieving is deep sorrow and loss is loss. And I think that some of us may not even realize what we're dealing with is actually grief. So the intro If you listen to it again, you'll hear a lot of it was talking about relationships and more specifically with families. And I think that's happening more often than not that we are dealing with that. I myself personally have had experience with that. Some of the layers I'm ready to talk about and some right now is not the time. But what I will talk about is that I have discussed that in therapy 
the person who I was speaking with about this topic has talked about it in therapy. And I think it all kind of comes back to one, your definition of relationship, your expectation, some of the titles that we put on people, because I think sometimes just because it's family, we think that they should have a certain role in our lives and that they should be doing X, Y, and Z. For example, if it comes to your father or your mother and, and maybe they were actually present in your life, but not present how you want them to show up. Their relationship might not be what you expect it to be. You might want somebody to be at the bus stop with you packing lunches and instead you're putting your parents to bed and making sure they have food and taking care of them. So a lot of times those roles reverse and then you're building this resentment and pain within yourself and not realizing that that's actually grief because you're grieving what you didn't have. And if that's your experience, my heart and prayers go out to you because the thing that I've realized in my journey is that when you grow up, you become an adult, but the child in you is still there. And a lot of those experiences, unless you work on them, they're actually going to still be a problem for you. And then that's just going to snowball. And if you have children, it can become a generational thing. So I do want to talk about that as far as the parent-child relationship goes. And again, a disclaimer, I am not a therapist. I am not a counselor. I don't have any credentials in that way. I'm always going to speak from my life experience and the experiences of those around me that I've encountered this subject and topic with. So when it comes to that relationship, you're a child you might get your perception of what family should be like based off of TV. Perhaps you get that from your friends. And then you look at your situation like, my mom's not doing that. My dad's not doing that. I don't even know where my pops are. My pops is. I don't even know where I haven't seen my mom since I was a baby. Like these are different questions and things that come up. And then there's people who actually do have a person that's present. And I saw something recently that said, you, people are always saying they have daddy issues. No, you have mommy issues because she was the one that was there. No shots fire. I don't have children, but I thought that was such a deep, profound topic to look at or perspective. I'm sorry to look at because a lot of times we always hear that about a deadbeat dad. And because my dad wasn't here, this and because my dad wasn't here, that. But what about your mom being there? And how she wasn't a great mother. Or a great parent. And I say that in terms of your expectation or your definition of that. Yeah, I'm kind of zooming through this kind of quickly because all of the thoughts are just coming in my head at once. And what I was going to say right after that is that in defense of the parents, though, if you knew their story. Because sometimes you have to realize that your parent was somebody else before they were your parent. So, for example, my mom's name is Shirley. So Shirley was Shirley before she was my mom. Gene was Gene before he was my dad. So what that means is that they're also bringing in their grief, their losses, what they didn't have that helped shape them or not shape them into who they are. And so then that shows up in your life and then you're left to receive that how you see best for yourself, which I feel could be a very difficult process, especially if you don't know it's grief. So I always talk about that, too. Like we can't heal. We can't put a name to so if we don't realize that we're grieving, how could we even figure out how to move forward? And if that's the case, then I'm going to say that I believe that if you don't even realize it's grief, then you're absolutely not mourning the loss. So therefore, you're keeping that all on the side. And that can be harboring resentment and building ill feelings towards people. And I think sometimes for myself personally, I didn't even realize I was building resentment in certain areas of my life. And the thing that helped me change that was solely my perspective. 
and my expectations. And I'm still struggling in that area in some regards, but when you change the expectation and you lose the title and you see a person for just being a person, sometimes it's needed. I'm not saying that it's, that that's not a bad situation, that you didn't have a mom the way you wanted to or you didn't have a dad relationship the way you want or a sibling relationship the way you want. But I am going to say that what can we change? Ourselves. That is the absolute only thing that we can change is ourselves. And for some of us, it's just a light bulb thing. It's just a matter of making that decision. And some of us, it's harder for us to forgive. And I think it's even more challenging to forgive when an apology was never even extended. Wow. I got to sit there for a minute. I'm preaching to myself. Sometimes I think it's hard to forgive when an apology was never extended. So wait, you mean to tell me you want me to forgive somebody who didn't even say sorry? You want me to forgive somebody who didn't even apologize, don't even know that they're wrong? Somebody who thinks that they're God's gift to this world and I'm supposed to, what? That don't even sound like math, good math. I'm bad at math, but that doesn't even sound like that adds up properly. But I want to challenge you, yes. Because unforgiveness is, excuse me for saying this, but that's like peeing on yourself. That ain't messing, bothering nobody but you. So you could be walking around with unforgiveness because you're grieving the loss of relationships and expectations on a person. And they could actually think that they're showing up like the best person, the best brother, the best sister, the best mom, the best dad. That's why communication is key in any part of your grief journey. And it's very important for you to get in touch and in tune with your emotional self and your emotional well-being and what's actually going on there. And I know from the conversation that I had with the individual that we talked about this with, I won't say any names about that due to the anonymity I think I want to respect there. But it was a part of having a rocky relationship with her parent, having a rocky relationship with her mother. And so it's not that the mom, to my understanding, is completely absent, but it's just a rocky relationship. And I think that if you're out there and you feel like that, you feel uneasy and, and uncomfortable and unsettled and maybe even a little angry I don't know if disgruntled is a good word, a disgruntled child. Um, it's okay. That's really what I want to say. Like, it is okay to be mad at your parents. It is okay to feel like they came up short. I feel like a lot of times parents have expectations on children, but like children aren't able to have expectations on parents. So it's like, oh, I wanted you to grow up and do this. And I wanted you to go to this prestigious college. And I wanted you to get married and have a child. And well, but, but what do we have time to talk about what I wanted you to do? Or who I wanted you to be, or who you weren't in my life. Oh, you. This is this is another good one. People always say, "Oh, you don't call me, you don't talk to me, you haven't reached out to me." It's always you, but it's a two way street. So when we're talking about loss and grief, it don't always have to be super deep in terms of a person that actually died and is deceased. You can definitely grieve the living, and that's something that I was talking to Tanya about, and I was like, "What do you think is harder?" What do you think will be more challenging to grieve the living or to, to grieve someone that actually is deceased? And myself personally, I think the person that's deceased because it doesn't matter what I change or what I do, they actually will never be able to come back. But I also felt like it gave me a second to think about it because I feel like it would be extremely hard to know that you have a parent or a sibling or a child in this world that is alive and breathing, 
walking this earth, living their life, not saying that they're thriving, but they're alive and there's no relationship. That's hard. I think that's definitely difficult. I mean, even if you at some point knew the person and you know what they look like and perhaps you look like them, you favor them and that makes it even more difficult and challenging to deal with because you're like, man, look at these cards I was dealt, but what can I do about it? So I say all that to say, I think there's a part of us that has to actually come to an acceptance place and realize that things aren't going to be cookie cutter and that although your expectations weren't met, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to lower your expectations for what is healthy for you. But I think to lower the expectation in terms of who you think that person should be, but whoever they presently are able to show up as, if that's not conducive for your soul and your spirit, then you do not have to have a relationship. So I hope that makes sense. I'm not saying that, well, don't have expectations for your mom or your dad. And if they're a crappy parent, then it is what it is. Just be happy you have a parent. No, realize that for what it is. Do what you can do to potentially repair the relationship. And if it seems like it's not repairable, then you have to accept that for what it is and see how you can move forward. Is there any beauty here? Because myself personally, I've, I've looked at situations and I might have felt angry about them or upset about them. And I'm like, is there any good in this? And there has been. There has been good. It could be traits. It could be personality traits. It could be some time that you did spend. So even though it's not where you wanted it to be, I definitely think there's some light at the end of the tunnel. But if you don't open your eyes and your heart to see that, you're going to miss it. And think about this, too. If you do have an opportunity to mend any relationships with people that are cur you're currently grieving or have, have been lost, time isn't for forever. We do not have forever. So if it's just a matter of changing your mind and letting some stuff go, like, let it go. But if it's more difficult than that, then I definitely, as always, would encourage you to seek therapy and a counselor because maybe you can work individually on yourself and get to your understanding and your perspective on things and that potentially bring that person in. I know a lot of times in therapy and counseling, there's letters that you can write to make amends to people if you don't feel comfortable completely just taking that on head on. And I think, too, depending on your relationship, it could be hard to hurt people's feelings because maybe they don't know. Maybe they think that they're great and that they're doing the best. But that's one thing I, I will also say, too, that I've learned along my journey in life. Someone challenged me to say, to think, I'm sorry, what if everybody was doing their best? Like, if you just take a second to think about that, what if everyone was doing their absolute best? For me, it was freeing to think about that. So then I'm like, well, if she knew better, she would do better. If he knew better, he would do better. If they could do better, they would do better. Now, whether that's 100% true or not, I don't think it's cookie cutter in every situation. I think some people absolutely could do better. But just the thought process lightened things for me. And this is the other thing, guys, I want to extend this to you, too, when we're talking about grieving relationships and how we need to extend forgiveness to maybe help those or acceptance. Remember that we all will play a part in someone else's story and we will want to have the same mercy and forgiveness extended to us. Shall we ever run into a situation in our lives where we can't show up as our best self and therefore we're not delivering on a relationship the way in which we will want to. I know I would. I know I ask God for forgiveness all the time. And if I ever came in a situation, I would pray that someone else would extend the same forgiveness to me. 
I know it's not as easy as that when it comes to those things, but for sure, it could even be in your marriage. We're talking about all relationships here. So you could be married to somebody and be grieving them. Like, could you think about that? Like grieving someone in your own house, grieving the person that you are laying next to. Like, it's like the walking dead. And sometimes people have no idea, but a loss is a loss. If something no longer exists or is not meeting the expectation that you have for it, that's grief. But you have to learn some more in a loss or see what you can do. Also, we talk about with grieving the grieving those that are deceased is learning to grieve well and integrate the loss in life. So integrating it and seeing where the situation can fit in here and where it can't. I'm not asking you to just be a pushover by all means. And I think it's very, very traumatic to not have parents. Period. I'm not going to say it's, super, it's more traumatic to not have a mom or it's more traumatic to not have a dad. I think it is very traumatic to not have any parents, any guidance. And just to know that, we talked about that too, Tanya and I, is how would it be to grieve someone that you never knew, someone that you never met? Maybe you only had a short period of time with them. And again, just even talking about it, my heart definitely goes out to you. Because there's been plenty of times where I'm like, man, I'm just glad that I have these people in my life. Crazy, back crazy. Oh, man, sometimes you go through some stuff with your family and your friends and you're like, listen, can I trade them in? And I'm sure there's times where they're like, can I trade her in? But at the end of the day, if you, I don't even want to say it because it's part of my part of my inspirational boost quote, actually. But if you have those relationships and you have the opportunity, try to lean in and enjoy them the best way you can. Don't stay in a place that's not healthy for you. Definitely have understanding of your heart and acceptance for people of where they are. Understand that people have a journey, that if you knew their story and that they had a story before they actually were whoever they are in your life. And vice versa, that shoe might be on the other foot at some other time in your life. So I hope that introduction to this series here helped you out a little bit. We're just getting into it, just tapping into it for sure. I definitely would have you start asking questions to yourself like, what am I grieving? What am I lost? Because you'll feel that little voice will tell you. You'll feel that void. You'll feel the emptiness. It could be triggers. You might see somebody walking hand in hand with a parent or see something on TV and be like, man, I didn't have that. It wasn't like that for me. You know, I know the holidays are coming up. And again, it's a difficult time for a lot of us. And we continue to ask you to lean in. But even simple things like that, like not having Christmas gifts, not having a certain Christmas or holiday. And some of us overcompensate for our children or for people because of what we didn't have. But again, we got to talk about these things and heal it so it doesn't continue to be a generational thing. So I want to jump into our In Love and Memory segment. That's a part of our show that is very, very important to us to humanize and show love to our angels and people that have gone on before us. And if you're not familiar with that, you definitely could extend your, oh, excuse me, you can actually present yourself an opportunity to have your loved one's name shouted out by sending us an email to thegriefbully at gmail.com. This week, our In Love and Memory segment is going to go out to somebody that was one of the best basketball players I ever saw. Cool cat, cool dude, went to high school with him. Somebody that I definitely hung out with, thought was a real cool person, and definitely broke my heart when he was taken from this world. So this In Love and Memory segment is going to go out to Jamal Scoot Barker. 
Scoot was my guy, so we want to say rest in peace to him. Our love and condolences to all of his family, his friends, his children. Out there, he is gone, but absolutely not forgotten. We love you, Scoot. Rest in peace. Rest well, King. So our inspirational boost for this week, as I was almost getting into previously, is brought to us by our sponsors, Adina J Designs. They do make, create, and inspire us through their decorated apparel, wood signs, custom tumblers, holiday blankets. They're doing a lot over there for the holiday season. You must get with them and place your orders if you are before December the 15th. You can follow them on Instagram at Adina J Designs, A-D-E-N-A-J-A-Y-D-E-S-I-G-N-S. Let them know that I sent you. You might get a discount. I don't know. Say, hey, I'm a part of the Griefully Tribe. What can you do for me? And see what they can do for you there. Our inspirational boost this week is having somewhere to go is home. Having someone to love is family. And having both is a blessing. So that's essentially what I was kind of getting into is that it may not be what we want it to be. But if I could challenge you not to accept less, but to change your expectation and to see, is there any blessing here? Is there anything beautiful? Because I could believe even the smallest thing could be something that can alter your mindset, maybe allow you to extend that hug or pick up that phone or do something there. Because right now we're grieving the living is what we're talking about. But one day you could actually be grieving that person for real. And then that's where we don't have the chance to try to mend fences and fix things. And some of us, we can't change it. We just didn't have those parents and we didn't have these people in our lives, but we still could become great people. But I still think that there's work to be done there. Even though you feel like, well, I can't miss what I never had. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And you may not know it straight up, but, but talk about that in therapy and really get to the root of things. Because again, I don't want to keep beating a dead horse and I'm kind of closing the show, but as you guys know, I love to talk and I love to talk about this stuff, but I want us to get healing as a culture and as a society and as parts of the grief bully tribe. So if you have any absence, any loss, any grieving, living relationships that you haven't had, I would challenge you to get a therapist, get a counselor, your spiritual leader, whomever, even a friend or a journal, because we do have the grief bully journal coming out that will ask you a lot of questions about this and help you to dig deeper into your grief journey, which you're actually missing in your life. I would definitely challenge you to do that. So shout out to that, right? So this episode is coming out on Monday, December the 9th. And guess what? My birthday is in two days, December the 11th. And my website will be launched, jnicolejones.com, and you will be able to purchase the Grief Bully Journal. I'm super excited about it. It's going to be something that I think is a dope tool and resource to help us all move forward in our grief journey. Guys, subscribe, share, review the show. It is very, very important to continue to share the show, get it in front of as many people as possible. We want this message to go. We want to bring healing to as many folks as they absolutely can. Join us on Facebook in our private Facebook group. Just go to Facebook, type in a search, The Grief Bully Tribe. We invite you. We welcome you there. It's a private, safe space for us to all continue to grow together. Follow me on Instagram. You already know at I underscore AM underscore J Nicole. Guys, I am your host. It has been another great episode. We are touching on some very important subjects in the next couple of weeks. Stay tuned. As always, love and light. Peace. Peace.